We're live. PK nearly, PKA nearly, episode 56. Oh, checking your It mic. is 56, isn't it? It is, yeah. The 55 yeah, was uh, the in real life thing. That no one has seen yet. That no, only we know about. So these are going to come out of order for the first time <clears throat> ever. Yeah. Um, it's going to be interesting. I, I don't know. Are they definitely going to go out of order? There's no way that Patrick like gets PKN up like in the next 45 minutes or something. No way. <laughs> I think he's rendering PKA as we speak. Now, it should be done. Uh, it would mess up your video but I, I, if I checked it. But it, he said it would take something like eight hours, and I think it's been that. Maybe it's even been like 10 hours. So, uh, So that render should be done, but it's, you know... Yeah. So, well, this is the <clears throat> the first thing we've done post uh, survival trip. So, mm -hmm. I guess maybe we touch on that a little bit. I mean, obviously, we got a whole like we have so bunch much survival of videos. trip content. I'm kind of like personally trying to move on from that. Okay, but but we we probably should talk about the videos. There's some people who want to know. Yeah, yeah. So the the videos are coming at some point soon. Um, the the hold up has to do with Patrick's editing software and the fact that he had to travel cross country and there was hotel internet for a day and a few other things. So it really is kind of a perfect storm. Although he really has fucked up a little bit along the way. <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah. Go on. He proposed. Uh, I guess at one point he was uploading like P, you know PKN or PK. Yeah, it was PKN. It was like, all right, I got it. It's this is kind of like a, and it's got this big red X on it. That was which PKA, I, guess is, I think. Oh yeah, it's hard to tell. I, I forgot chicken. they're both the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, he uploaded one that had a big red X across the middle, and it's like we can't have that. Um, so that's a thing. And then um, what does that dog get its ears back? Right. I, it's because every time we take off the damn things, it looks awful. So Jackie's like, well, I'll try one more week. Uh, he doesn't care. It's soft. It's, um, you know what's actually in there? <laughs> I wasn't concerned about his feelings. <laughs> I was just thinking, like, he looks silly. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Well, he looks normal to me now. Like, you should it, paint them like, uh, like, like, like horns or something so that it's, it's like, uh, you know how people, like, when they've got a cast or something, they'll make it into like uh you know like a hellboy's fist or something something cool like yeah yeah go ahead and play it up put some devil horns on that fucker it's a good <laughs> idea i mean we do get him he gets new ones every week wow well in any case uh there's been a bunch of holdups for the videos and that's not our fault <laughs> at all not it's even all a my little fault. bit not <laughs> even a little bit and there's no like way to even shed any blame on us um not that I want to shovel any onto Patrick, but it certainly isn't on myself or that guy. And by <laughs> that guy, I mean the only other guy in the room right now. <laughs> so because Patrick he filmed and he's editing, and then it's out of our hands. At first, he was like, "I can't upload because I have half a megabit upload." Yeah. And well, on one hand, that's kind of acceptable. On the other hand, if, because of the way the flights worked out, he was stuck in a hotel room for a whole day. Like, he was just sort of stranded, no car, stuck in a hotel room in a small town in Georgia. Nothing to do but render, edit, upload videos. So in my heart, it was like, And I was upload. thinking, like, this is a good thing. I was, I was like, he can work the whole day. He'll have them all done. I, I expected the same. I expected, like, before he flew, I figured, like, we get PKN out because mm -hmm. that was the first one due. And, like, you know, by the time, you know, 20 hours from now, eight-hour flight, maybe he takes, gets some sleep, maybe he's got something else to do, but then, you know, PK's rendered and uploaded, and it's up the next day. But that's just not how things played out, and here we are on Tuesday. He, so, 
if, if you probably don't know much about the Adobe Suite, but you can render in Premiere Pro like I do, or you can render in Media Encoder, which is nice because then it doesn't tie up your Premiere Pro. So you can render one video and edit a different one. So that's what he was doing. But Media Encoder just kept failing and failing and failing on him. So eventually he edited all the videos. So apparently they're all edited, but they all need to be rendered. So I'm like, you know, like I, I don't know. I, I was I was pushing him this morning a little bit. Now he's he's he rendered PKA, let that thing completely finish and upload with a red X on it. And we're like, we can't use that. Like this this bullshit. So um, uh, now he rendered a new PKA, but he has two computers. So I'm like, are you using the other computer to render? And he's like, no, they're on an external drive. Well, mother, God, God, you're late. You're late. There's 100,000 people who are mad at you. We have a contractual obligation to get all these things done by a certain date or BattleBox will want their money back. And that's a problem. And uh, it's like, get your fucking shit done. And uh, so once PKA is done rendering, he'll copy the files and he'll be rendering with two computers at a time. But uh, this is why I always do all the shit. (laughs) <laughs> like they did, in the very old days of PKA, Wings would <coughs> like take. We'd all record our own audio, if I recall, and uh, and then oh or or not, I forget. Whatever it was, I I think the the Skype recording software of the day used to record your track and all the other tracks separately, and you'd render them together into an MP3 and upload it. And Wings would do that. So he did it the first time and it was fine. By the second time, it was like a week late. By the third time, it was like 10 days late. And I just ended up doing it myself. And that's why starting with like the third PKA ever, I did it. Because if I didn't do it, it didn't get done well. And um, well, well, I mean, in Patrick's defense, he's, he's kind of working for free too. You know, that's that's called the I wage, mean, he, wage, right? It didn't feel very free to us because it was an all expenses paid trip. Sure. But he's I, not I understand earning that. cash he's, and, out of it either. And and I understand, you know, he's obligated to do the things he said he would, so he so he should. But you know, that's part of it too. Yeah, I just I, I wish I could help with the rendering or something because this machine would be cranking away on it, helping out. He said he had a very powerful PC. Like like I even mm-hmm. told him at one point, like we were uh, when I picked him up in the lobby, he was uh, he was saying, you know, something or another that he might have to re-render everything when he got home. That's what he was saying. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, you know, worst case scenario, we could Dropbox this shit to Woody. And like, and now that I think about it, if he had done that right then, like it would have been up by now. Like if he just <laughs> dropboxed it from the hotel to you. But uh, but I was like, we could just dropbox it to Woody. Woody's got a pretty, he's got the most powerful PC of us all. And he's like, oh, I've got a really powerful machine too. I, I can like crank through it fast. So I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Mine's not powerful by today's standards, I feel. Like, um, you know, it's two years old now. But uh, uh what I would do is have the thing working nonstop around the clock. Like that's just what I always do when shit has to get done. And, uh, I don't know what he has going on, but soon he'll have two machines rendering concurrently and it'll start making progress. And hopefully he's got the bugs worked out. That'll be good. And then people will get to watch us survive. Um, suffer. That's the word I was looking for. I I was going to say survive, but I meant suffer, uh, (laughs) suffer for, for video after video. I think it's going to be funny. There's some funny stuff in there. I don't think it was exactly what we set out to create, but I think the finished product will be fun and entertaining nonetheless. I really uh, hope so. The, the prank, I think, is a highlight. The chicken murder, I think, that might prank's be a gonna make. There's going to be so many memes. You know <laughs> what I'm talking about, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's going to be so many memes. 
<laughs> oh man, that's gonna be great. That thing's... I... <laughs> like if there's one thing I really want to hype up, it's the prank. However that comes about on YouTube, if it's its own, if it's, its own video so or if fucked. it's part of like day two or three or something, <laughs> like if you want some serious hype, like it's one of the funniest things we've done in a while. It is, it is a a, a great moment. Uh, you know what? Really... I just thought of it. Like it in terms of like the great PKA pranks, like Dead Wings, the Nvidia sponsorship, <laughs> etc. I feel like I am the victim of the worst PKA prank we've ever pulled. Like no oh, one has ever so been punked good. more than me. We got you so fucking good. <laughs> oh, I don't want to spoil it, but seriously, like like that's the the moment to key in on. That it was like day two or three, and like just so bored out of our minds in the heat of the day. You can't do oh, anything. It's just God. dripping with. And it was just, it was perfect. Everyone's it, waiting for the PKA, but I feel like, I mean, I, I don't want to put it down because, you know, we tried hard and stuff, but I don't think it was a, a you know, a, a top 20 PKA or anything. I don't think so either. I, I just thought the whole thought, thought, the whole thought process to me was, let's just do a different one. Let's do a different thing. Mm -hmm. Not, it, it doesn't necessarily have to be better because of the difference, but like, you know, we've done 250 shows or whatever it is, right. like exactly like this. We're all sitting mm -hmm. around our equipment in our own homes, except for maybe a hotel here and there. And those are kind of weird episodes where there's wrestling involved. <laughs> so like, and, and and those like those episodes, I think, even though they're not as good as our standard episodes, they're different. The episodes where we're in hotels doing silly stuff and we're in like, I was in that ghillie suit and all that crazy shit was going on, like... I feel that like it isn't necessarily a, scale, a great show, but it's a different show. On a scale of one to ten, we can knock out like a seven or eight every time. It's controlled, it's done, it's repeatable, etc. Sometimes you roll the dice and say, all right, we're going to do a different thing. We're going to go to a hotel and Woody's going to put a shoe on his head and we're all going to wrestle by the camera. And sometimes that's a ten and sometimes it's not. And the, the audience will decide. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this will be an interesting one uh, because, you know, we. We murder that poor fucking chicken right in the middle, and I'm an accomplice. <laughs> I'm at the very least an, an accomplice. Uh, yeah. Uh, that I, I felt so bad. I, <laughs> I couldn't eat her. I was so hungry. I couldn't do it. <laughs> I can't and believe you didn't stringy. eat the chicken. I think the boiling, uh, I think we boiled her way too long before. Yes. Because, uh, yeah. like, the meat was cutting off, and it was white. Like, it wasn't even, it didn't it like chicken cooked. meat anymore. It was it, was it looked like cooked. cooked chicken meat. Yeah, yeah. I feel like we could have eaten it right then, but who knows? No, right? like I don't know, no, no, because it, it as we uh, fried it, like we had to go back and do it again because I, I, well, I was, the breading. Oh, the inside of the chicken it was, was pink. Raw? Yeah, pink and no. raw. Yeah. Oh, well, we should have boiled it longer. <laughs> <laughs> but I think the pre we boiled it too long before, and I think that contributed to it being like all tough and stringy and I horrible. I was so hungry though; it worked for me. Like I, that I thought it was fear, delicious. The fear in the bird's heart. As it was pummeled. Dude, I, you know, I never, ever, ever, like, look at my poop and think, oh, that was a steak. That was a good meal. But I swear, in this case, I'm like, that was Henrietta. Like, there she is. <laughs> my final goodbye. Floating down the creek. <laughs> so mean to chiz about that, too. You're like, yeah, yeah, shit out your friend. In the creek. I was, I was so mean. Did we get any of that on camera? I don't recall. Like, like, I don't like know. Patrick's filming a lot. It's hard to say. I hope some of um, that's on camera. Yeah. And then at the end, as we're cleaning up, I'm like, hey, one last chance to say goodbye. So he's like, to chuck and the her, head. Have a head in the he fire. Had the head. 
Uh, throws her decapitated head in the, in, the, in the cleanup fire and it like slowly melts as, as like Chiz cries like that Indian in the old litter commercial. <laughs> one single tear, just a big fat one. It That's was just, uh, I, I felt bad for that bird, I did. Yeah, um, you two both, I, what was I doing while you were bonding with the bird? Was I fishing or something? Or? Charging batteries. That's what it was, yeah, yeah. That was, that was, I think, the day you guys bonded mostly. Yeah, because the bird was like thirsty and it came over and I was like, here you go. And like gave it some water and it's like drinking the water out of my hand. It's like, rah, rah, rah. like the way they drink is like put their beak in and then they like tilt their head back to swallow. And it's like looking at me with this left eye like, oh, yeah, thank you, human. Thank you. <laughs> like I could tell the bird was appreciative of my water. Like it totally would like let me pet it and stuff. And I could tell it liked the pets. And mm-hmm. those are unusual qualities, I feel like. Usually they're all, like, weird, and they don't it, want people around them. It and... was fun to watch your transformation, because you started as, like, this is a meat bird. I will gladly and heartlessly kill the meat bird, and I will feel nothing, just like many of my other kills in the past. It doesn't even I still think. feel that way. It doesn't have a head. It doesn't have a brain. This is dumber than other birds. It was like it was the most... Like it was a piece of wood or a tree you chopped down. Like, yeah, I'll chop down I this still... tree. I won't feel bad. But... Henrietta, apparently, I still was pretty a much felt the same way. Bird. I, well, it, it, it th- that bird in particular acted unusually. It, it really did seem uh, like a, like an odd bird. Uh, it, it makes it me really wonder did. how many birds you've gotten to know on a personal level. I think maybe you've convinced yourself. A few. I, I've t- no, I've taken them out. The birds before are not and, and what like, they like. Like this is, I think, how, how Hitler's mind operated. He's like, you know, these people true, aren't even full fledged people. I've I, I I've taken like the the biggest of the birds out before and saved them from the slaughter and made my own little private flock and then let that flock age much longer than those meat birds are ever supposed to to live like uh-huh. they're supposed to die at seven weeks like no it's like a Blade Runner you know when the replicants are getting to four years or whatever like they're not supposed to go that old and that's what it was it was like these meat birds were becoming super meat birds and by the time and I was feeding them all kinds of uh, uh, vitamins and minerals and uh and a, a medicine called batrol which is uh it, it it's a it's an antibiotic but also seems to help them um uh put on fat to a tremendous amount and muscle and uh, i grew these gigantic meat birds but they were they were all like shitty you know they're like wild animals like like they were in an enclosure and i'd feed them by hand and stuff but still they were just like what are you doing here who are you every day but this bird was like coming up to us like Hey there. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Woody, Woody, welcome back to the camp. Can I get the fire going? I'll get the fire going for you. That was pretty funny. When it was, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then fire. the fire would like kick up some. And, and he ate all the, like, I don't know, caterpillars and insects and stuff at the campsite, kept it clean. Then we had a caterpillar the next day, and Chiz was like, if Henrietta was here, we wouldn't she have this that. issue. Yeah. Well, we hacked her to death and, fr- and fried her up real good, so... That's uh, that's P- that's on PKA. Um, yes, that part is the whole Which bird is, slaughter. I'm gonna check and see if there's anything like uploading on uh, my channel. But yeah, I was glad to get out of those woods. I I was sick and tired of that. I I really, I really wanted the fuck up out of there. I was so happy when it was over. Uh, me and Chiz were trying to like, we, we were like wanting to get up extra early. Like like so let's just get up at like three in the morning. Let's just start then. Where is there really any need in going to sleep? Like we wanted out of there. It was just. We were so dirty. Chiz smelled so bad, I had to wash the couch. Like, <laughs> we were stinky when we came out of those woods. And I'm not used to that level of, uh, of poor hygiene. Like, like, that's just not part of my physical makeup as a being. I mean, I, I, uh, I washed the day before. 
but not the day we left. Yeah. So I hadn't gone 24 hours unbathed. You hadn't, but mm. we all had a bit of man stink, like like a locker room smell. And then Chiz just refused to bathe. And uh, and I'm not. I, there's no there's no reason to. I, I can't let him go on that. I, I said it in the videos. It, Chiz refused to bathe. He didn't want to get in that creek water, whether he was uh, afraid of the uh, the creatures in the in the water or whatever. He wouldn't. And, and uh, he was ripe. He was ripe. Yeah, I don't want to. You know, it's even more difficult to fuss toward Chiz with him just right next door in my guest house. But uh, <laughs> uh, Chiz decided not to bathe on the trip, so. Uh, Maybe that's why we didn't catch anything hunting. That's what it was! <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> uh, <laughs> I still maintain that, that, uh, that I was an amazing hunter. Like, you could have put any hunter in the world out there, like some professional Rambo motherfucker, and he wouldn't have went off into that wilderness and came back with 36 cookies and a box of muffins. <laughs> There's no way in hell. I'm fucking hunter top it dog. It takes the assassin there. to get that Absolutely. done. Absolutely. Uh -huh. you, you walk off into those woods with, a, with nothing but a rifle and a blade in your bare hands, you come back with muffins. I want to see that happen. <laughs> I don't think so, Bear Grylls. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny i hadn't thought of that uh, so man. yeah it was a, it was an interesting trip we we really did suffer um and that's what it was about it was the suffer trip that's what that's what you call it this it was it was the su the suffering trip not the survival trip that, that's how i feel about it uh it was all about being uncomfortable and hungry and uh and just uh unhappy with the situation that, that that's what i took away from it I didn't suffer. Well, I mean, I suffered, but I, I didn't hate it as much. Like, I was okay with the Yeah, discomfort. you seem to be happy with the suffering. You're like, ah, yeah, this suffering will make me remember it better. <laughs> the more it hurts, the better the memory will be. And Can you guys see how much emotionally richer I've become? <laughs> nah, I, I, um, I really do value my shower time. Like, I feel like if I don't, like, there's been times when I, I, I wake up and like there's no shower time and I ha I just have to go do a thing. Mm -hmm. um, usually it's an emergency. It's literally an emergency. Or the other time is like when there's no hot water or no water for whatever reason. And those things are rare. Like like maybe one day out of the year I wake up and don't take a hot shower and like really scrub and just st feel like a new human being again. The days when that doesn't happen. I, I'm just not me. I'm like that Snickers commercial where, you know, you're not yourself when you're hungry. I'm not myself when I'm not bathed. I'm really not. And like doing that day after day, it, it, it just kept going until like the last day. I just felt so gross and so awful. And I just wanted out of it. I, 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 I felt like I was, I was becoming a different person, a dirty Kyle. I was becoming Dirty Kyle. That's what I was becoming. <laughs> and Dirty Kyle's not a nice person. He's not funny. He's not fun to be around. He's a real motherfucker to wait staff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were mean to wait staff. I forgot about that. Fuck that bitch. Fuck her. <laughs> she was bad at her job. She deserved to be shitty too. And I wasn't shitty. I was honest. Fuck her. Do I have video of this? <laughs> no, I shut up when you started recording. <laughs> <laughs> because I was considering throwing my drink in the floor. I was like, I'm going to make a goddamn scene. <laughs> like, I've had enough of this. I Chiz doesn't have his coffee. No refills. This was 10 minutes late. Um, no more bread. We're hungry. No more bread. We've been sitting here 15 minutes. Nothing. Look at this. It's clear. This time it's not even she me. She asked me, she asked me, which do you want first? Your soup or your salad? I said, whichever one you can get to me fastest. You're so pissed off in this she video. Comes, oh, she's in a hurry. 
You should see your face. Whichever one you can get to be fastest. Like that's what I said. I, I like like she she's like you know I've got a soup and a salad with my meal. Which would you like first? And I literally told her I was like whichever one you can get to me fastest because like I I'm I was hungry and I didn't want to eat bread. Like like you know I felt like after all that not eating. And just eating stuff I didn't care for. I mean, like the muffins and cookies are, are certainly not gross, but like, you don't want to live on like muffins and cookies and bullshit. Like, yeah. we hadn't had any meat or, or anything. I had like, really, yeah, you did, but <laughs> we hadn't had anything tasty, you know, for a while. And, and mm -hmm. bread wasn't what I wanted. I wanted to start on that appetizer, and I wanted Chiz. Like, Chiz didn't have his coffee. It was like coffee's so so simple. Like, coffee should just be really quick and just done. And uh, and yeah, I'd had enough of it. It had been way too long. And I told her, I, I was like, don't you work for tips? I was like, what's, what's going on here? <laughs> I remember you did say that. But, and I, 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 because I felt like her service was so poor, like I was genuinely curious if she actually worked for tips. Or I have taken a lot more crap for not being nearly as mean as you were at that time. And I, did, I cleared it with the table before I, before I like, started <laughs> with her too. Though. And on top of that, like uh, the service that... So you wanted like drinks and appetizers and soup and salad there's, and shit like I, that. I, and it, and about 15 minutes had gone by. My guy had gone 20 minutes and there weren't even drinks on the table. I don't recall the situation. Remind this was me. the Chicago pizza restaurant. Oh. Okay, so so here's the difference between those two scenarios. One was me and one was you. No, one was at closing time, like 15 minutes till closing in a bar slash restaurant with an underage waiter who who I'm sure has like one of the they have a code they have to go by. Like there's rules and regulations to waiting on people and one of them is he can't bring my drink back and leave yours up there. And so like I know that to you you're like the fuck why don't you just bring bring their drinks and why can't you open up uh, open up the thing with alcohol in it but he was like 20 and he just couldn't he had gin he had to gin get someone else but the thing was it was closing time right there's a whole restaurant there and there's like three quarters staff there with one table and there were plenty of people just milling about he just didn't get his he just didn't get his shit done it and didn't seem like it no there was but a girl back there a bartender doing nothing right and he needed 20 minutes to, to like find her. I could have found her. She was sitting there doing nothing the whole time. Wiping the type of the bar, top of the bar with a cloth or something. I don't remember the exact like timing of it. It seemed like he was way worse than this woman that you gave a hard time to. I didn't feel like well, I, I feel like the woman we were dealing with like like it's like it's the middle of the day. She, it was middle of the day. Like, she was like, doing like, several tables at one time. The whole, there were five the, waitresses. I counted them. You know I did. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He counted them. He rated them. He stack ranked them. <laughs> I only cared about the one. There was only... I didn't that care wasn't about the any hot of those. one to me. You were so wrong. You picked that super skinny one with the kind of cute face. And I picked the one with a pretty face, but just big tits and a big ass and like these tight western jeans. Like each, each ass cheek was like this. And it was just like, like, cha, 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 cha. And I'm just hungry and horny. And I don't know which, <laughs> which I am more after like that long in the fucking wilderness. So I'm just like, I want to fuck her ass and then eat it. Like, like I'm just, <laughs> and I'm just so frustrated and pissed off. And, and, and I had told her whichever's fastest. And, and little things like that appetizer, like I've, I've noticed like at Outback, uh, like if you like glance back into the uh, employee area where they actually make the food. There's this chart up there that's like, you know, the as soon as you seat the customer, these things happen. Mm -hmm. Two minutes later, these things are supposed to have happened. By eight minutes, they're supposed to have done this. 
by like X amount, and, and it goes by like how when they ask about the appetizer, when the appetizer should be there, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And this lady was so far behind. She was so far behind, and all of our drinks had gotten empty. Everyone at the table had an empty glass, and, and, and Chiz didn't even have his beverage yet. And we didn't have our appetizer, and we had been sitting there so long without anything happening that we had eaten an entire loaf of bread. Like, I don't mm -hmm. know what the timing was, but like, I looked at you, I looked at everyone, I was like, I'm about to the have a thing here, I'm getting real pissed off. And, and you were like, yeah, it's been way too long. I was like, I don't know, I'm about to like have a... He's like, you're like, I give you permission to do whatever you want to ah, do. Yeah, <laughs> for my own entertainment, really. <laughs> well, I took it very seriously. You gave me the like... Uh, I don't know. You, as soon as you said that, I was like, "All right, free, free, free ball it now." Like, like whatever, anything goes. <laughs> like, as long as you don't punch her in the nose or anything. Like, just fuck that bitch. She's lazy. She's bad at her job. And I didn't feel like she deserved a tip, but she really. You noticed she snapped too after that, though. Like she was like, she did. You, you take a sip and she'd be like, she yeah. fill your shit right up. She was she was lickety split like she should have been, and and the fact that she was able to like the same rise is true to that with level, my guy in the drink. The fact that this chick was able to rise to that level, and then like no other tables like w ran out of the restaurant for poor service because she was paying too much to, too much to us shows that she was being lazy and not doing her job well because she, she wasn't was able. On the ball. She was totally able to rise to the occasion when, and and do what I asked her to do. It was like keep these drinks refilled. Ask us if we need anything. Like that's all I want. Like. I don't need a personal slave, but you're wait staff. That's your job. And don't you work for tips? Because if not, I need to know that now. Like, I'll put <laughs> you on a salary today. If that'll work, we, hey, can, we can figure this out now. I have a new topic. Okay. So I, I saw this on Reddit. The person, <laughs> instead of leaving a tip, left a card. And um, here's what happened. In Seattle, they have raised the minimum wage to $15 an hour. Seattle, for our international people, is one of our most liberal cities and therefore apt to have like a $15 minimum wage and do like democratic things first. All right. So back on topic. Now they have a $15 minimum wage and um, the guy leaves a card and it basically says, since it's a $15 minimum wage, that gets built into the cost of the food, right? You know, the, 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 this whole operation is running at a, at a cost to me that supports $15 an hour wages. Because of that, I can't tip on top of the $15 an hour. Instead, I'll provide you with this card that gives an economics lesson. And uh, I saw it and I thought, I don't hate that. Like, of course, of course not. It's, I mean, it's a reasoned argument. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of people are like, oh my God, world's biggest douche. You didn't tip on top of your $15 an hour food. You know, but you know, every busboy, cook, waitress, like from top to bottom is making at least $15 an hour in that place. I'm sure that the price of the food reflects the costs of the staff. And then the waitresses to get tipped on top of that. Like maybe if the service is great, like I could see that, but I, I don't know. I was just like, huh? I that's I, I didn't think that. Better guy not was take crazy. fifteen minutes for me to get my chicken taquitos, or she ain't getting shit. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, I thought it was interesting. Fifteen dollar an hour, things went up. I uh, yeah. I I, I, <clears throat> I agree with that. Yeah. It's if you're gonna put if it's gonna be fifteen dollars an hour, then the it should be built right in. There's no reason to tip on top of that. I guess. Yeah. I mean, it, it would have to be built right in because the owner's not taking a piece of the tips. 
unless it's Amy's Bakery or whatever. Do you remember that from Gordon Ramsay's thing? Mildly. Ah, yeah. So Gordon Ramsay had this series. I forget what it was called. Like Hell's Kitchen. It wasn't Hell's Kitchen. It was like it was an it was a related one where he took restaurants that were failing and then went in there and helped them sort of fix it up. This is what's wrong with your menu. This is what's wrong with your food. This is you know you've got a high-class restaurant in a blue-collar area of town, etc. And he would just sort of change the theme, change the food, and, and seen that. help the place get hopping. Okay. Well, there was this one place. I, I want to say it was called Amy's Bakery, and she was an absolute nightmare. Uh, some of it was edited to make her look crazy, and some of it was she was just crazy. She said she could speak cat, and she talked to her cat. Okay. That's crazy, but I feel like a lot of, like people talk to dogs or for dogs like someone might be able to edit together your ender's greatest hits and try to act like you're crazy too right you know what do you hate my ears or something like that <laughs> so um so that was the thing but they also like she hated all the negative reviews on her restaurant and she really she was over the top it wasn't hard to find footage to make her look crazy bottom line is she went out of business um last week or something like really recently and uh, and now she's gone. I thought that was mm. interesting. But I have a better story. Are you ready? So sure. this one's from a few months ago. Oh, I look at the date now. I didn't realize how old it was. From 2011. But there's a Brazilian woman. Uh, a Brazilian court has ruled that a 36-year-old female accountant, Anna Contrarian Bezerra, can now legally masturbate at work and watch porn on her computer, citing a chemical imbalance that triggers, triggers severe anxiety and hypersexuality. And uh, I, I could go on here. I'm just trying to bring a little closer. What does she do for a living? Uh, she's an accountant. And uh, it got so bad that she would masturbate up to 47 times a day. And that's when she asked for help, and she knew it wasn't normal. Uh, the court decision gives her the ability to combine work with pleasure. Uh, there's a downside to the ruling... Uh, it said the women's performance may suffer because relieving stress means frequent masturbation, translating to frequent abandoning of her workstation. Wow. So this woman gets up and masturbates throughout the day. Um, they gave her a cocktail of tranquilizers to relieve the stress. And now she's only masturbating 18 times a day instead of the usual near 50 times a day. Um, well, good for her. That's all <laughs> I've got to say. <laughs> uh, um, I got a problem with that. I, I hook her up. I mean, it's not like it's a rampant thing. Like when we start getting dozens of these cases and it's an effect, it's affecting everyone's office experience. Um, and maybe we address it, but it sounds like she's got a legitimate fuck it, fucked up issue. And if her office is okay with her masturbating all, all day, every day, like especially, um, I, I don't care. You know, like as an employer, like this kind of stuff, it makes me feel like he got stuck with a bad one. Right? I'll take her. <laughs> it's not the masturbating that bugs me, right? It's the, like, if someone said I needed to take 47 cigarette breaks a day, where, she, where they, like, ducked away from her desk or workstation, as they called it, and went to have a cigarette 47 times a day, it'd be like, you better be fucking amazing when you're not masturbating. Because that's a lot of breaks. I don't take 47 breaks a day. Mm. That's, it's a lot. And now, how do you, how do you fire her? She, like, it, this is Brazil, so I don't know what the deal is, but the, if this was America... She would have a precedent saying that this is like a medical issue, that I fired her for her medical issue. And I want to be like, no, like, I, I don't care if she goes to the bathroom and masturbates, but 
the issue is that she's not getting her work done because she's going to the bathroom masturbate. It's like that. Mm. I, I, I think we're, you're kind of, we're just assuming that she's not getting her work done. I'm assuming that she's not as productive as I, I think. I think she's just so happy all the time. She's just so chipper. <laughs> Whistle she, and, and, while we work. Yeah, yeah, like, like, like absolutely. <laughs> I, I would hook up some sort of system where the vibrator were attached to her productivity. Like, like the the more work she got done, the more the more juice she got for the vibrator. Like, right. Every like TPS that. report she files, like hand her another double A battery. You could put her on a Sibian, like make her work from there, and like, like if, if if the work slows down, you slow the Sibian down. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> I saw that the Chinese were bringing in uh, those uh, those like cheerleaders uh, into their uh, their their tech firms to like, like Wolf of Wall Street cheer. No, well, like prostitutes that are fucking these guys like to up Wolf productivity. Of Wall Street, yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> That's what they're doing in China right now. And apparently, productivity is up. They're literally bringing in cheerleaders to fuck the guys like that's totally what's happening they're bringing in a bunch of prostitutes to like fuck these guys at work and like it's working apparently <laughs> well damn like i i don't know what to think about that what are, what about the married people that work there maybe they're cheating i don't know i guess I, it's on them i i don't i don't know what the chinese culture is like uh in those regards yeah, European culture's interesting. Like, I, I was talking to, um, she was actually, oh, who the hell? Oh, oh, I worked with her. So this was my boss's boss at Cisco for whatever, like nine months or a year or something like that. And uh, somehow we got to talking about cheating. And she basically said she didn't care if her husband cheats. She just needed plausible deniability. Like, he needed to do it in a discreet way so that... Like, it, it was like you knew, but you didn't know. You, it yeah. wasn't in your face. It wasn't, uh, like, that wouldn't work for me. Like, I need to know that my wife isn't cheating. I, I, need, I need that to be a thing. I need to be confident in that. And, and have I mean, that's no what the cameras and the tracking devices are all about. Yeah, for and, sure. And, Mar and people don't know about Marco, Woody's private investigator that keeps <laughs> on tap all the time. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, I did. You think I love Siri because of the Google quit searches? No, that bitch is tracking Jackie all the time. Yeah. Um, no, no, it, it makes me feel good to know that that's not a problem in my marriage. Other people, though, and I, I don't know if this is all of Europe or old school Europe or what, but like, I, I don't think I, I think you have a. This woman was actually from South America somewhere. I screwed that up. Yeah. But um, I, I don't think this is a, a, a thought process that, that's unique to I think it's one that's very foreign to you. The idea of like open marriages and uh, no, and, and that sort of thing. Uh, this is different than an open marriage, though. Like well, open any, marriage, any, any open any any on any end of that spectrum, whether you're, you're going full swinger, open marriage, do what you want kind of thing mm -hmm. or all the way at the other end where like maybe there's like one fuck buddy that they each have that maybe they they have a liaison with once every couple of years or something like that. Like I think that you're super un, un, uncomfortable with any idea of any of that, and you and you think it's very rare, but I think it's a very common thing. That's globally. not true. I think that it's not for me. Uh, I know that, but yes. but I I don't know necessarily. It's not for you, not not you not being Kyle, but like the world of you, right? All everyone that's not me is you, right? In this scenario, um, does that make sense? You know, who yeah, the course. listener is you, etc. So. Um, you know, if that works for you, like I know Hutch has said many times that he's down with an open relationship. I don't know if he still feels that way or whatever, but he's had them 
with girlfriends in the I past. I could be as well. It, I think I just think it needs to be defined beforehand. Like like you define it. It's it's nice to put things in their boxes and define the way things are going to be beforehand and just know what to expect. Um. Okay. But uh, this was a thing that I didn't like. Like it, what you're talking about to me is okay, not for me, but like this is defined that we do this, we do that, etc. Theirs was like an unspoken thing. Like they go into it with the idea of monogamy and then that idea slowly fades as if it's expected to and there becomes some level of cheating, but I'll let the cheating pass so long as, you know, I'm not meeting that girl or, you know, you're not taking calls from her in front of me or like, like just, you know, keep it discreet. You can cheat all you want. And that to me is, is a really weird thing to do. I think that's very common as well. I, I mean, that's what Tony Soprano was rocking the whole series, right? Mm-hmm. That, that's, I think that's a super common like way of doing things for like lots of married couples. I really do. Huh. And just relationships in general. I certainly don't think it's a thing that's limited to those crazy Europeans or anything like that. Like, I, I, think, every, I think that's a pretty common thing. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I would be... I don't know. I was going to say, like, it, the whole in-the-same-room swinger thing seems easier for me to deal with. But I don't know that that's true either. Like, I just couldn't deal with the visuals of that. And I'm not wired for it. Not wired for it. I'm protective and jealous and possessive that's possessive. the word you're looking for yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's my pussy uh and no one else's <laughs> i think we should call the show right there <laughs> that's my pussy and no one else's <laughs> oh that's funny so um let me see oh it, it, it here's a related topic ISIS is executing women for refusing to have sex with its fighters. Have you, have you heard about this? That sounds like one of the nicer things they've done. They're giving them a choice, right? Like, it seems like normally they just kill people. Like, like there's, no, there's no option B. Like, it's like, we're here to kill you. Or? What do you mean, or? Like, like, it seems <laughs> I'm struggling like... with ISIS being the good guys at all. Okay, so hear me out. In Iraq, right? We we painted them as the bad guys. Saddam Hussein was this evil leader. The Republican Guard were these bad people, etc., etc. And they, you know, Saddam Hussein killed his own people. Never mind, he's suppressing a civil war. Abraham Lincoln killed his own people. But whatever. When Saddam does it, it's extra bad. Saddam was crazy, etc. I can see how the Iraqi side would see themselves as the good guys. We're here. This is our country. America's invaded us. I can see how Afghanistan sees themselves as the good guys. You know, like, I didn't do shit. Like, you know, you messed with us when we were in, in deals with Russia. You're messing with us now. You know, we're just defending our homeland. Right? You know, like... Well, it, I mean, we helped them fight Russia with the Mujahideen. I mean, I, okay, so that wasn't a perfect thing to say, but um, we helped them fight Russia, but then... We definitely messing with them now, and you know, from their standpoint, it's like, yeah, you know, we were having a civil war thing. We've always kind of battled as to which warlord is in control of the area. Sure, we you know we want to take Afghanistan from something that was fairly progressive to something that's more you know, religious and faith based. Even though it's like a, I, I, I don't, I'm not crazy about burqas, but I can see why they might think they're the good guys, right? They're thinking. We're pure. We're the good guys. We're going to go heavy on Islam on this thing. With ISIS, I really struggle 
to imagine themselves as anything but a group of thugs and murderers and I mean they're raping women. They're it killing. goes back to to what I was saying on the last PK. Uh, maybe on the survival trip I was saying this. So, so actually on the last PK maybe. I don't think people believe in evil anymore. I, I think that that we've come up with so many ways to explain why a person does a thing. Oh, he's he's schizophrenic, or he, he had this happen to him, or he has this disorder, or or this. It's like no, no, no. He's just evil. Like what happened to some someone just being an evil person and, and just enjoying the act of doing evil and being cruel and awful because that's what they're about. And I feel like that's what ISIS is because they do evil things. Like they do things that are cruel and barbaric just for the sake of, of doing them sometimes. And, you know, they, they, they relish in, in, in showing it to the world. Like that's their MO. But um, it's, it's awful. If I'm a blood or a crip, I'm killing people. We're raping women. They that's do not that. true. No, all right. So the thing with the Bloods and the Crips are just protecting their territory That's for where I was selling going drugs, to go, right? But in their side, they can still see themselves as the hero of their own story. I don't think it's that bad anyway. They're probably but, but, not. But you know, they just, but they they've done a few bad things, but that's not act like they're all that bad all the time. No, it's a criminal right. organization of of gangsters. It, like like I'm yeah, not trying to say not... they're bad people, but I just it's hard to compare them to I ISIS because ISIS seems to be so fucking evil. Their thing is all about <laughs> Establishing a new Islamic but, but caliphate. Let me finish my thought. Like, if I'm a blood or a crypt, well, from the outside, most people see them as the bad guys and wish they weren't messing with them. From the inside, well, this is our neighborhood. We're protecting it. We're declaring it us. We're, you know, all those other people on the outside, they're the bad ones. We're just keeping this thing to ourselves because it's, well, it's always about, been it's ours. about selling drugs. No, it's about selling drugs on that territory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like we want to sell drugs on uh, on here. They want to sell drugs there. It's all about business. Like, like I, I believe it's partially about business. I bet there's also a sense of territory and ownership that's not just about the drug selling. It's also about the, you know, you stay out of here. You're an outsider. This is our, our land. It's nationalist almost. I would disagree because of the nature of those gangs, the way that, the, just the way they work. It's all about selling drugs. It's it, drugs and prostitution. It's organized crime right up, once again, just like the mafia. They're just opposing mm. mafia crime family. We should get a blood on the on the show. See what they yeah. have to say. Yeah, let's do that. I, I, <laughs> that would be fun. I would like um, that. Uh, I, I probably shouldn't be. I, I bet be. their mic sucks. Yeah, that would. <laughs> no, they'd probably steal some good audio equipment. It's, It'd yeah. be okay. Um, I'd like I, I, that. But yeah, I, ISIS is just seem they they literally seem evil. They seem reminiscent yeah. of like uh, uh, of some goose stepping fucking Nazis. Right, um, like I, I, it's interesting that they are so evil because that makes me almost think like, am I being manipulated somehow? Am I being trolled? Even like, even like the, is is the Nazis right? Like most Germans weren't Nazis. Most Germans didn't know what they were doing to Jewish people. Most Germans didn't know about those concentration camps and all the murder. Uh, a lot of them felt, you know, I guess they were invading other countries, but they were expanding and. Manifest destiny, and the America was the good guys, and we took over our, you know, a third of this continent, right? Like, no, you can tell yourself that. That's I don't know where this is going. <laughs> what I'm saying is, I am. I can almost put myself in the shoes of people who do bad things, and understanding that when you're on that team, it doesn't feel bad to you. But with ISIS, I'm not getting that. I don't see how these ISIS motherfuckers can see themselves as anything other than lawless, like, murdering, raping motherfuckers. I don't think they're doing anything that our ancestors weren't doing 300 years ago. Hmm. 
right? Like look back to something like the Spanish Inquisition, or uh, I feel like they're just they're brainwashed and uh, and sure I, I I do st I do still think what they're doing is evil, but I think it's they've got this like 16th century mindset, like they want a, a desert kingdom that's all, that's an Islamic uh, theocracy. They 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 have no interest in. Um, and the rules of the rest of the world because they've, they've just got their one belief. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how the whole thing plays out. Are you aware of the whole, like, um, refugee crisis that Europe's facing right now because of it? Yes. Uh, apparently it's like people a, it's are coming from problem. Syria. And they're, they're... Millions. Yeah. And they want America to take a bunch of them. But I don't want that. We don't have to. The European Union is delegating, all right, Romania, you're taking 1,500. And Bulgaria, you get... 1400 like but that whole uh, European Union thing is starting to backfire on those fuckers they're assigning them refugees millions of these people and yeah, like those numbers were low you might have meant 15,000 and 14,000 the little countries weren't taking that many oh, the, okay. the, like like Germany is getting is, is taking tons and tons of people Austria is taking bunches Hungary had bunches but some of the little countries I think I think um what did the Pope say? He was wanting each parish to take in a family or something like that. In any case, <laughs> I had no idea that it was such a huge uh, thing until I, until I started reading about it. And it's literally millions of people are fleeing Iraq and Syria because of what ISIS... The whole war there. I, I've got this, whole, this infographic here somewhere on my phone. And it's basically like a big circle. And around the circle are the names of countries, organizations, and stuff like that. And then they're interconnected with lines that represent direct conflict, monetary support, indirect conflict, and one other thing. And it's such a tangled web of United States, Iran, um, ISIS, the Kurds, the Sunnis, um, the the um, the Russians, the Iranians, the Saudis, the Egypt, and, and like they're all interconnected. And we're at, we're at indirect conflict with like four of them and we're in indirect conflict with iran and russia currently hmm. um you've got the assad regime over there you've got like i said the the sunnis and the the shiites the kurds there's so many little factions and groups and and some some of them are are with isis and some of them aren't and they're all just kind of fighting for one thing or another and dying and luckily we're all the way over here and i hope we just stay here <laughs> we were over here 2001 as well they they came to find us 9-11 um, debatably. <laughs> you think it was Bush? I don't know. Man, I watched him. Saudis. I, I watched a video of him right after he was interviewed like for the 9-11 commission. And I had forgotten just what a horrific speaker he is. He went up there, did a press conference where he vowed not to tell people anything. He told him stuff and said, you know, I fell into your trap, but I'm not going to do it again. And it's like, no, you are a simple minded fuck. And he could, he was awful. I tell you what was good mm. uh, when he's like standing in the rubble with the loudspeaker and he's got like the fire marshal with him or something like that. He puts his arm around him and he's like, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah and blah, blah, blue. And the crowd's like, yeah, America. And he's like, and those, pretty soon those people who knocked down those buildings are going to hear us. And everybody cheers. And like, it was, it was, that was a good speaking moment of his. He has, 
I, I bet you of, it wasn't. Like, I bet you if you watched it again, you'd realize it was a good still photo because he's got no. Some I, of those. No, the audio is good. I've, I've watched the video many times. Like he gets the crowd pumped up about like we're about to go. Like he, he's like, I hear you, and the people of New York hear you, and the American people hear you, and pretty soon the people that knock down those buildings are gonna hear you. And it was it was good, and it was live, and it was just. He's on the 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 uh, you know the loud horn like uh, going built, into uh, it. I was down like an Independence Day. <laughs> <laughs> I was down for the Afghanistan war. Yeah. Standing today, I'm not sure if that was a mistake or not. I felt like we had to do something. They were literally hiding Al or um, Bin Laden from us. Like you can't do that. Yeah, the Taliban were bad guys to begin with. Yeah. Um, but Iraq, I was never down for. And most people no. wanted Iraq, but I think they I, wanted I, it because they linked it with 9/11. I just seemed like I didn't think we'd stop there. I figured we were just going to wash that whole region clean. See, you can't, you can't. Do you wash it clean or do you nuke it until it's all glass? What's the difference? I don't know. I thought we were just going to keep pushing there. I thought it was going to be like, all right, we toppled this regime and that regime. I didn't know we were going to stick around and do nation building. I thought we'd just keep rolling through them, knocking them down like bowling pins. Like it should have been Syria next and just, just keep moving throughout the region. Anybody who's been an issue, just. Depose them, put up, prop up your own government, and move along. I thought that was what was going to happen, but instead they occupied for like a generation, seemingly. Like I grew up, and they were still there. <laughs> America's specialty is really breaking stuff, not building stuff. We should keep that in mind when we define what success is going forward. Yeah, we should break the stuff, and then we should sell them the construction work. Don't we don't pay our don't pay our companies to fix what we paid to break. That's just. That's just shit in your see hands. You can the problem there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you can't. Shit in your hands. That's such a perfect analogy. Yeah, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> right. They pay us. We you get the them other... to shit in your hand, right, Kyle? No, you get them to shit in your mouth. That's how it works. <laughs> Clearly. No, if you're going to blow all that shit up, you make it work for you. Oh, I see you guys got a few buildings fell over. I got a few friends could come and fix it for the right price. Like that's what we should have done. Like, like, yeah. not, not. Don't worry. We, our friends at Halliburton, will be happy to rebuild your country, kind of. Yeah. Like, like, no. That I, I don't. I didn't understand that whole thing. I was in support of the thing in the beginning because it was like, yeah, like, we're having a hard time tracking down the right brown people. But I've heard of that one. I've heard <laughs> of that Saddam guy. He tried to take out Bush Senior back in the day, and that's almost enough for me, right there. And it still is, but I don't think we should have stuck around more than like six weeks. <laughs> like we should have been gone. Like like one day we should have been there hitting the Saddam statues with the sandals, Murica. Like don't raise the flag. We're not conquerors. Like 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 I you know. I wonder give how them it would have gone if we quietly waited for Saddam to show himself and like like SEAL Team sixed him. You know, just all it took was a sniper shot. From where though, like like within a major city and no, you give it time and there'll be a thing like it, it'll. I don't know. I, I it's you could say the same thing about the American president. Like 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 yeah. like it, like I don't I just don't think it's conceivable. I don't think it's an, an easy thing to do. I mean, they tried to take him out initially. Like the reason the whole bombing thing started when it did was like we had a credible reason to think we could take Saddam out instantly, and like it started early. Like they immediately bombed like a headquarters they thought he was in. Um, like a day or two before they were going to start bombing. I remember that. They tried to take him out. They wanted to cut the head off the snake. But I feel like it should have been the opposite. I feel like once we pulled him up out of that spider hole, we should have been like, all right, last chance. See you later. <laughs> just, <laughs> just like let him go and back the fuck off. And him, he'd just be like, well, they kicked the shit out of me. They just were not kidding. They can do that at will, huh? <laughs> like two days and they can just, all right, well, shit. All right, well, let's do whatever they need us to do. 
Like, like, let's, let's I felt like that's what he was doing before. Like, they, I forget who said it. They're like, Saddam Hussein was a bastard, but he was our bastard. He was under our thumb. I heard he asked permission to invade um, United Arab Kuwait. Kuwait. He asked permission to invade Kuwait. That's the rumor I'm hearing. Really? Yeah. And well, we he, gave he, it to him and then used it as an excuse to attack him. I don't know what the fuck. Be very careful with Republicans. I love Trump. He's like, I'm going to be so good at the military. I'll make your head spin. Like, <laughs> good at military? Like, is that a verb? Like, I'm going to be so yeah. good at military. I think military should be a word. I mean, a, a verb. I, I like it. I like that. Yeah, sure. Stick with that. I think, I think he would. I think he'd do some crazy shit. I think he'd like bring up the top secret stuff that like the commanders don't even want anybody to know about. Just like show off. I think he'd be fun. He's such an entertainer. It'd be <laughs> nice. Imagine it. Imagine. All right, we had we had like the fuck up. We've got. To, I don't know how to describe Obama. We, he we, does it got right. Open change. Let's get an entertainer in there. Let's get a guy who's all pizzazz. Like like. <laughs> I feel like his State of the Union addresses is so, are going to be great. Yeah, right? There's I, I want to see him decorate can, the White House. It's going to look like a casino. It's going to be like bold and gold and glitzy with disco lights. He's going to propose selling off parts of like uh, of, of famous landmarks, put them on the real estate market. It, this guy's going to be great. He's going to be our yeah. next president now. Hey, you Japan, you want to buy Hawaii? Just saying. <laughs> I would sell Hawaii if it were up to me. I, I think so. I think we should just sell it. Um, and see how those fucking pineapple eaters like it under some somebody else's rule for a change. <laughs> I don't see know if, if they still. make it. I don't know what the economic impact of Hawaii would be. And militarily, it must be good to have a of know, course, naval bases out there. That's why they attacked it first in World War II. Yeah. Plus, they could reach it. That too. And yeah. it could reach them. Yeah. So that's, that was the best part. Um, what else is there? Oh, I've been watching uh, True Detectives. The uh, second season. I heard it sucks. Oh, it's really good, I think. How, how many episodes in are you? I'm on the f season finale. I've got uh, oh, like well, a... Oh, then you would be a good judge. I think it's pretty good. Uh, I, I, I thought um, like in the second episode... So Amy Adams is one of the detectives, and she's a tiny little cute girl. Mm -hmm. and, it, and, um, and she's got like multiple blades hidden on her. And, and uh, Colin Farrell's asking her, he's like, what's with the knives? She, she's like... She's like, it's something you got to live with when, when like 50% of the population can beat you to death with their bare hands. It's like, any man lays a hand on me, I'm dead. He's like, but one of these, any man lays a hand on me, he's going to bleed out in 30 seconds. <laughs> and then, and like, eventually, like, like, sure enough, she's like, she's got one of those blades like Counter-Strike that you hold like this and mm -hmm. kind of hooks around. And she's got one of those training posts where she's like practicing all the, the artery slashes and, and everything, and she's constantly like, chi cha chi cha chi And finally, the, the moment comes where she gets to use her knife, and she goes ninja on this big fucking brute of a guy and, like, cuts, it, cuts both of his femoral arteries, um, like, whatever these are, and, uh, <laughs> and, like, splits him up the sternum in, like, four quick motions, just like, chi 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 And the guy's choking her unconscious, and he goes, what did you do? And he looks down, and the whole floor is covered in blood. Uh, I, I think it's pretty good. It's, um, it's... Huh. It's different than the last one. Um, what's his name? The who's the guy who norm normally does comedy stuff? Vince um, Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. Yeah. Yeah. Vince Vaughn plays kind of a gangster, um, who's who's got a parallel story to the whole investigation, like uh, without I any. It was spoilers. just too like slow paced and even, and like everything was kind of low, and there were, there were no laughing moments, no highs, just low, low, low. Hmm. 
I've been watching the show. It's 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 dark. It's definitely dark, and I don't think um, uh, it's as powerful as the first season was. But I still like it, and I like um, I like the characters. I like Beansy. I like Vince Vaughn. I, I haven't seen the season finale. It's two episodes. Well, I slept through it. But I've been watching Doctor Who, uh, the new Doctor Who. Have you seen that? I don't like the old guy. Uh, most people don't, but he's okay to me. I think he's better than he gets credit for. I, uh, I will say that I, I don't know that I'm going to like him more than the last two. The last two have both been good to me. I really liked the last one. Uh, like He's the only one I really like at all. I liked... I guess I'm easier to please. I like all of them. I even like that first one who only lasted one season. He was uh, okay. Yeah, a lot of people didn't like him. And then the next one was great. And a lot of people... Like, there's a battle between the next two as to who was better. And I think everyone agrees the old guy is not as good as the last two. But um, I like him. I don't understand what it is with him and faces and stuff. Like, he doesn't know that he's older than the beautiful woman he's with. He doesn't know that that beautiful woman's beautiful. He's like when she cries, he's like, stop it with the eye thing. And it, it's like, why are you so fucked up? Like, how come you don't get it? Everyone else wasn't this retarded. They could tell ages. They, they could recognize people. It's not a Time Lord thing. I don't know. Um, I, I'm not sure. Is that one of the earlier episodes or like maybe seems, right after he does the change? I feel like change. it's throughout the, the recent. It, it gets better. But yeah, right after he does the change, he's definitely messed up. But I feel yeah, like it I carries think- over. Mm, I don't know. I, I really only like that one guy um, who was the previous one whose name's escaping me right now. I really liked him a lot. Uh, the others were just okay, but I felt like his storylines and that those seasons in particular seem to have a better budget than most. Like They look good. I like all the chicks that he's like carrying around. They're all hot and fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, I like the storylines. I, I think the, that's my favorite Doctor Who time period, and I've seen bits and pieces. I like, I go back to it occasionally, and I'm like, all right, let's give this old fucker a try. And like, ten minutes in, I'm just like, I'm feeling the exact same way that his female companion is feeling. Like, who's this old guy? I don't know him. I don't like him. Like, like, it's interesting that they write that in the show because it's almost like they knew that's exactly what the fan base was gonna think, and that's how I feel. I, I just, I don't, I don't know like why they it. went with him. You know what I was thinking? This is crazy, but <laughs> if he could act. Syndicate would make a decent Doctor Who. <laughs> the guy yeah, that beat maybe. Wings in the 1v1. Um, I saw Jim Carrey, I think, may have been offered at one time. Yeah, I think he would be an insane Doctor. That'd be okay with me. I don't know. I generally generally don't like his work at all. Yeah. But I also don't know what he's capable of. Like, not everything has to be that, like, lightning in a bottle bouncing off the walls. Schizo. His dramatic... I've always liked his dramatic roles. I like the number 23. Um, I, I like that movie. That. Ooh. I saw the Truman Show, and though he wasn't a goof in that, he did a good job. Yeah, I like that a lot too. Um, so there's another one. There's one where he like loses his memory or something, and they think that he's like a World War II soldier that they had thought was dead or something. And can't remember that one. I like his dramatic stuff. Okay, I recently tried to watch Dumb and Dumber Er because uh, I got HBO on the from Amazon, and uh, God, that's such a shit, shit, shitty movie. Oh, it's so bad. It's like they weren't even trying. Huh. It's not even funny. Just, I didn't just like bad Dumb and jokes. Dumber. It was too dumb huh. for me. Um, and and some... I didn't expect this to get any better. I like Dumb and Dumber. I feel like that's a cult classic. I feel it's just a classic. I, I really think a lot of that. I, I like that. It's funny. I wonder me. if you were at your current age when it came out, if you'd like it as much. I watched that shit last year. I love it. 
but I yeah, like it. you're also like it, it you might have a fond memory for it too like if you were a full-fledged adult when you first saw that you might be like this is a little lame or there not. are movies that are like that like billy madison like i don't laugh at billy madison like him as much anymore like i did when i was a kid and, and a lot of those adam sandler movies um the water boy's still pretty funny i, I really do like mm. i still like the water boy yeah, but good. um but yeah I, I like it i like you know they, they fucking pop the champagne kill the fucking owl and, you know, the bad guys think that they're like crack assassins and they did it all on purpose. But really, they're just always falling ass backwards into something that makes them look like real hard asses who are like trying to take take these criminals down. And so they're like intimidating the criminals accidentally. You know, they poison the one guy with rat poison. They they take their endangered owl out with the, the cork of the champagne just every step of the way, you know. They they don't know the lady's name and he's like Mary Swanson and 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 the other one looks at the suitcase and it's a Samsonite suitcase suitcase he's like Samsonite ah I was way off and it's I like that it's funny to me I have uh, I think it's time to wrap the show but I have one update that uh, people don't know PKA is uploading right now ah so, nice. uh, so that's a thing I guess I'll upload this and uh, we'll have some content are you gonna put this up like now I think so. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. So that was PK Nearly, uh, episode 56. I hope you guys liked it.